Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole, coming to you here from Baltimore, Maryland. We're just outside of Baltimore. I'm here with my family for the holidays. I hope you have been having an amazing time wherever you are, spending time with your family, with loved ones, getting some much needed rest, finding your way to safety through what has been a really amazing uh, weather season for all of us across the United States and dare I say other parts of the world as well. I pray that you are that you are well, that you've been taking good care of yourself, of your physical being, but also of your spirit. This is such an incredible time and very often a soul-stirring time when people come together with family, uh, lots of joy emanates and also lots of memories and moments of reflection and questions and it's just when people pay attention to the moment there are lessons to be learned and often people don't pay attention to the moment and in, in terms of perspective often people just are in it and and in the midst of the swirl of whatever the energy is. So I'm hoping that you, that all of us who like to fill our cups with inspiration are paying attention, are having our eyes wide open, are noticing what are the points of joy that we can relate to? What are the moments of happiness and potential that we can light our eyes upon and, and allow ourselves to talk about rather than the kind of gossipy, negative, stir the pot kind of stuff that we often do, all of us. I'm gonna say all of us because I've seen even the best of us every now and then stir that pot. And we don't wanna be the person who points out negativities, who, who likes to draw people's attention away from something that might be good towards something that could be confusing, uncomfortable, part of the past that doesn't need to be uh, dredged up again, any of that stuff. Let us just be in the present. In the present, enjoying the moment, choosing to look for the joy in the moment. You see that verb, enjoy 
to enjoy the moment is to search for the joy, to search for the goodness and to kind of bask in that space. So yesterday I was visiting my mother who lives in a um, assisted living facility and it was so cold, she didn't come out to the my sister's house, so we went to her. And we were sitting with her and there's a woman who has decided she, a resident who's decided she's gonna take care of my mama. And she's very kind and she is very attentive. And we appreciate that. But when I was talking to my mother about her just for a moment, I noticed the kind of look on her face that said that there was another part of the story. And so I asked her, you know, what do you think about this lady? And she said, well, she's always into other people's business. And I don't like that. I said, oh, she said, yeah, she is always meddling. She's always gossiping. She's always into what is going on for other people. And my mother's not that kind of person. She said, I do not like that. So while I do enjoy her company sometimes, I don't like that. Well, isn't it true that usually with people, we get more than one thing? You know, we aren't just one way. Human beings are uh, dynamic. And so we have lots of ways of being. In this case, while this woman is very kind, she also meddles and puts herself in other people's business and stirs the pot. And in this community of folks who are living their lives and looking, hopefully, for joy in this season of their life, the last thing they need is somebody stirring the pot. And she's a pot stirrer. So it got me to thinking because of what my mother said. And if you uh, follow me on Dream Reapers Inspiration, you know I talk about her all the time. Mind your own business was the point. That was my mother's clear point. We should not be meddling in other people's business. We should be living our lives, doing the best that we can for ourselves and letting other people do whatever it is they want to do. Because when that happens, you have a lot more peace in the world. It is so much easier said than done. There are plenty of times when it could just feel so, so, so much easier to deflect our attention and focus on someone else, something else, something that is drawing a lot of energy and that then takes the energy off of us. Have you ever done that? Have you ever either consciously or unconsciously deflected when someone asks you a question, instead of you answering it, you start talking about somebody else. When a situation calls for you to handle your business, to be on the spot, to seize the moment. And instead you, you know, like if it were basketball, you pass the ball to somebody else, but it's really your turn. Have you ever done that? I want to say it's very easy to do because it can be difficult to sit in, stand in, be in your stuff, whatever that is. But when you do that, look at what happens. So I have, I found so many great quotes on this one, but here's one that I thought I would bring to your attention. It says, do not give your attention to what others do 
or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. Isn't that good? That's from Gautama Buddha. Do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. Gautama Buddha. Think about that. It is real easy to focus on what somebody else's shortcomings are. So easy. Oh, can you believe that so-and-so didn't get that done? Can you believe that it's been all this time and so-and-so is still, you know, trying to accomplish something? And whenever we use trying, we know it's a problem because when we try to do things, we aren't usually accomplishing it. How many times have you been that person to point your finger at someone else, at something else, some other situation? And see, the reason so-and-so is having these problems is because, and you make a laundry list of things about someone else that are proof or evidence of why they aren't being successful at a particular thing. What if you turn that finger around? I've said this a million times. When you find yourself pointing your finger at others, wagging your finger, blaming somebody else, something else, some other situation for something, wrestle it around and turn it back to yourself. Not easy to do, I'm telling you. That finger, it does not want to point back at you. Wrestle it around. Turn it back at yourself and ask yourself, what is my responsibility in this situation? What did I do to get here? And how can I get out of it? What can I learn from this situation that will benefit me moving forward? I promise you, if you can do that exercise, you are going to be so grateful because it is you minding your business, not other people minding your business, not you minding other people's business. It's you minding your own business, you paying attention to yourself, you paying attention to you and you saying, okay, I have to be accountable for my life. I have to be accountable for the choices that I've made. I have to be accountable for who I am. All of me, the good, the bad, the in-between, I have to be accountable for all of that. And what happens when I am? What happens when I choose to be accountable for me? A lot of times it means that you step back, you pause. And then if you really, really look at whatever the situation is, you're able to evaluate. Like I said, what is my responsibility in this? What have I done to get myself here? And sometimes if you do this as a practice, the good news is you'll find sometimes, oh, this is what I did to get myself here. And it's a good thing. This is an accomplishment. As I mind my business, I notice I did something good. And it's good for me to acknowledge it, to note it, not so that I brag to other people about it, but just that I note it, right? I did this good thing and I can build upon this good thing and do another good thing for myself, for my life, for my family, for my job, for my community, whatever it is. Similarly, if there's something you did that, uh, you probably could have done it a little differently. You may not have wanted to do that at all if you've given it a second or a third thought. What are those things that when you point the finger toward you, 
and evaluate. Did this work? Did it not work? What do I like about what just happened? What do I not like about it? What might I do differently? Going through those questions, literally actively going through the questions and evaluating the moment will help you to not only notice the things that aren't working, but it will give you the, the power. It'll, it'll rev your internal motor to help you to make a choice that might not be easy to make. Changing behavior is tough. Ask anybody who's going to tell you the truth. If you have a particular kind of behavior that you follow, and now you notice, oh, that, that doesn't serve me so well, so I need to do something different. What is it that you're going to do? And how are you going to convince yourself that you will do that thing? If you have established other patterns that have just become routine for you where you don't even think about it. Revving your motor of minding your business, being accountable for yourself, paying close attention to how you live your life. That is what is going to help you to stay the course. And by the way, if you make a decision, this is what I'm going to do from now. This is the discipline that I'm going to institute in my life. And then you do it, let's say you do it, whatever that good thing is, five days in a row. And on the sixth day, you didn't do it. Don't beat yourself up. Just notice, ah, I didn't do it. So I need to, I, I need to remind myself that whatever this thing is that I said I was going to do, I'm going to do it later today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I will resume whatever that thing is. It, it's so powerful to remind yourself, hold yourself accountable, and at the same time, don't beat yourself up. There's a fine line between holding yourself accountable and not beating yourself up, by the way, because you want to say, mm, you know better. I reminded you of that yesterday. What can we do today? But reminding yourself and then stepping up and doing it the next day or the next week, whatever the increment of time is, if you do it, if you do what you promised yourself you're going to do, you get back on track because you have decided to claim responsibility for yourself, this is a great thing. And that's when you celebrate yourself for doing what you said you were going to do. Now, that may seem like too much TLC. For some people, it's like, seriously, you should just do what you're supposed to do. Yes, but how often do we fall off track? We're human. As human beings, we sometimes fall off track. We sometimes get distracted. We sometimes uh, go the easier route. Because, hey, don't I deserve a break? Don't I deserve a break today? Why can't I have a break today? Well, uh, you know, this is, this is when I think about so-called downtime. I don't really believe in downtime. That is not to say that I don't believe in taking time off or taking time to tend to yourself. I do believe in that. But I don't call it downtime. I think every moment is important. And every moment counts. And if you 
If you believe that, then those times that you take for yourself to tend to yourself are just as important as the times when you go to work, when you tend to your family, when you cook a meal, when you do whatever is on your list of things to do that you call your responsibilities. I think on that list of responsibilities also is being responsible for tending to your spirit, to your, to the time that isn't structured. And it doesn't mean that you have to structure every minute, but sometimes for those of us who are really, really busy, we do need to say, I'm taking off the rest of the day. I'm not answering the phone. I'm only going to respond to folks in case of emergency. I am going to take a nap. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to tend to me. That, in my view, is not downtime. That's me time. That's, that's a time to treasure. But you have to start thinking about it it in that way in order for it to work. I want to go back to the quote because I think it's such a powerful quote. Here we go. It says, do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. Let me read that again a little bit better. <coughs> Pardon me. Do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. This is from Gautama Buddha. This is so important. It says, Saint, where are you going to focus your attention? Are you going to focus it on others, on evaluating them, on blaming them, on judging them, on criticizing them, on celebrating them? Is that where you're going to focus your attention? And if so, what do you? how do you benefit from that? Buddha says, give it to what you do or fail to do. So that's when you are measuring success based upon yourself. How well did you accomplish whatever you promised yourself you were going to do yesterday? Just for a question. If you think about what you said you were going to do yesterday, how good were you at doing it? How much did you accomplish? in completing the things that are important to you? Answer it. What do you think? Did you do a good job of following up on what you promised yourself you were going to do? Let's say, did you do a good job of following up on things that you promised other people you were going to do? Did Were you successful or did you fail at anything? Yesterday, just yesterday, I can tell you I was successful at some things and failed at others. I forgot to take the flowers that my sister in California, Susan, had sent for my mother to my mother's residence. Because normally my mother comes to the same place. We all gather in one place. Because of the cold, she didn't come. I went to see her and forgot the flowers for my sister. That was a fail. And my mother was disappointed and my sister was really disappointed because she's not here. That was a simple, important test that I missed. I didn't miss it on purpose. I will take them today, but that's not the point. She didn't get them when 
she was supposed to get them. That is me messing up. And I accept responsibility for that. A thing that was great that I did that happened was to just go and spend time with my mom. And so we had a lovely visit and took pictures and it was just sweet, 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 sweet. So a good thing happened and a not so good thing happened. And I accept responsibility for both. I accept accolades for the good thing and, you know, slap my hands for the bad thing. And I will fix that tomorrow. Why? Because I'm not tomorrow today. Why am I going to be able to fix that? Because I'm paying attention and accepting what did I do well? What can I do better? This is, this works whether you're talking about big things or little things. When you accept responsibility for what you do well and what you fail at, you can get better. You can, you can buoy yourself with great, with great feeling because you did something good and you can correct yourself for things that you didn't do so well. And I'm here to tell you, many people do not accept responsibility for their mistakes. Many people deflect, blame others. Well, you know, I would have done that if such and such had happened. There may be a reason for why you didn't accomplish something. There usually is. Like in my case with the flowers, we were rushing out of the house. I I'd not I didn't just leave the flowers. I left a bunch of things. They were in one place and I was in another place and I didn't have a checklist. I did not make a checklist. I know I work with lists. I didn't make the list and I didn't check it off. And so who, guess what? I didn't make the list, didn't check it off and didn't do it. What will I do today? Make the list and check it off. Why? Because I'm paying attention. What do you need to do in order to be successful at the things that are important to you? So this quote says, do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do, right? Give it to what you do or fail to do. Give your attention to what you do or fail to do. So let's break that down. If you give your attention to what you do, are you paying attention to things that matter? Or are you paying attention to distractions? What are you paying attention to? Ask yourself. What are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to things that can uplift you or that are, are mindless, that are self-destructive, that are unfriendly, unkind, unhospitable, inhospitable? What are you doing? The things that you do, when you pay attention to the things that you do, what do you learn about yourself? And do you like what you learn about yourself? And if you don't like what you learn about yourself, what are you going to do about it? Good questions, right? When you pay attention to all those little details, you will notice, I like this about myself. That other thing, I need to correct that. When I do this, this happens, and I don't know if I like that so much anymore. It used to serve me, it doesn't now. When I do this, it really makes me happy and others. I want to do more of that. When you pay attention to what you do and what you fail to do, you can tweak your behavior and ultimately you can 
upgrade your joy quotient. Like the, that feeling from the inside out of joy. When you feel like you're doing your best and there's balance in your life, you can increase your joy quotient by paying attention to how you live your life, how you spend your time. And by, by refusing to get swept up in what other people do. It's so important. And I, I say this knowing it firsthand because I'm, I'm doing this work too. I don't just tell you this stuff. I'm doing the work myself. And I know I started out by saying that during the season when we are, <coughs> pardon me, when, we're, when we were family members and loved ones, and in, in some ways trying to pack it all in and in other ways attempting to get a little rest and, and chill, a lot of times we fall into old behaviors. And one of those old behaviors is often pointing out negative things about others, deflecting from whatever's going on in our own lives and pointing to others and what's going on in theirs. Buddha says, don't do that. Do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. That gives you agency, helps you to improve on your life, helps you to determine how to move forward based upon your own yardstick. Not comparing yourself to anybody else, not suggesting that if you don't reach the highest goal ever, that something bad is going to happen. I, I talk often about my friend Sekou, who uh, had a stroke a few months ago, and I'm only saying because he says it publicly now himself. He had been on this incredible fitness journey for a long time. He'd been running every day for more than 400 days, changed his eating patterns, changed his life, and had a stroke. And part of his healing was to compete against himself in the same way that he had when he was running every day. So he had made the plan to run in the New York Marathon. And we we're like, you're not going to be able to do that after having suffered a stroke. He never gave up on that goal. And as it turned out, he also attempted to um, surpass a Guinness world record and rallied a lot of people around him, offering proceeds to his efforts to charity. And in a space of healing, competed against himself so well that he did, in fact, he was supposed to walk it, but he ran the New York Marathon at a slow pace and completed those 26 plus miles. He did not make match the Guinness um, record, but he got close enough and he had a goal competing against himself. And in that case, you know, against the world, but it was really against himself. He created markers that would help him to work, to strive to be his best, to climb out of a health, more than scare, emergency that knocked him down literally. And every day he's doing better. Why? Because he's working on himself. 
I use him as an example because he's proof even when horrible things happen, you can survive and thrive if you make the choice. If you make the choice to work with yourself for yourself, not to compare. You know, he could have said, oh, now I can't do anything because I had a stroke. And in, in the beginning, he couldn't speak well, he couldn't read well. Now, just a few months later, he's doing really well. He could have said, I can't do anything. I give up. You know, other people do better than I do. How many people do woe is me? How many of us have done that? Oh, my God, this, you know, all this stuff happened to me. I can't. Well, he's like, yes, I can. And yes, I will. And I will set objectives for myself so that I'm going to push through pain. I'm going to push through challenge. I'm going to push through everything I have to push through in order to get to the other side. So as Gandhi said, do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. So in Sekou's case, he's not looking at, you know, well, he ran so many days in a row and he did all these things. Why him? He could have had moments of feeling that, but he's like, what for me now? And I want to offer to all of us, we are walking into a new year. What are the intentions that we are setting for this new year? How are we going to focus our energy, our thoughts, our words, our deeds, our steps, so that we can be the very best that we want to be? How are we going to do that? I think a big, great start is to mind our own business not mind other people's business. Do not get distracted by what other people think, say, or do. You know, there's so I'm going to read you just a couple of these other ones because these quotes, these quotes are, are amazing. Where did the quotes go? Let's see. Oh, you know what? They went away. I guess it's because I'm only supposed to give you this one. If you look up quotes about minding your own business, you're going to find there's some juicy ones that help us to keep our focus. But today, our time is just about up. I want to remind us of this quote. Do not give your attention to what others do or fail to do. Give it to what you do or fail to do. Improve yourself. Love yourself. Nurture yourself. Compete against yourself. Be the very best you can be for yourself, for your loved ones, for your family. Apologize when you don't do something right and then fix it. Be kind to others. People need kindness now more than ever. And you can start by being kind to yourself. It works. A good friend of mine says, give yourself a hug. So I say to you, give yourself a hug today. Mind your own business today. Tend to yourself. You are worth it. We all are. And I thank you so much for spending this time with me. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.